I looked up, I was like, they have nine total yards? Okay. But then, what do we do? We drop a touchdown in the end zone by Will Mallory. Would have put us up 14 to three. Maybe, maybe it would have changed the game, how the the attitude of the sideline or I don't know, maybe the way Coach Lashley called. I don't know, but you can't have those mental mistakes week in and week out and expect to beat good teams. That that opening drive, the fumble, I thought was a was a huge play. I mean, we're, we're driving the field. We're actually looking like a half decent offense. I was we shocked. Were mo- <laughs> we were moving the ball efficiently. Four turnovers, guys. You're not winning games. Nice passes. You fumble it. Defense comes, makes the stop, and all that. But yeah, I mean, it, it comes down to the turnovers. Four turnovers. You're not winning a lot of games. But we were in the game despite you know probably three of those turnovers. Till the end, and then it kind of the score isn't exactly indicative of of how close it was. But one one thing that uh, where's the running game, or why are we sure. not even trying to run the ball? It's not like we were getting blown out and we had to come from behind. And okay, you start passing. Let me ask a question. Well, When's the last time we had a running game? I, I, consistent. It's been a while. Duke Johnson. No, I th- I think with DJ and Travis Homer, yeah, we had a we had a decent running game. I think with Travis Homer and DJ Dallas, decent. we had a decent running decent. game. Good. Yeah, decent, good. I'm gonna go back to Duke Johnson. Yeah, sure. I, I, I think you know when you look at when you look at our running back situation right now, having an injured player, lose it. Now you you've used the same guy the whole game. And how did that make any sense? What Manny Diaz was saying, oh, we got these young guys ready to yeah. go, and they didn't even one step. Guy. They one didn't guy. step. Foot. Well, yeah, Rashad one guy. No, got one guy got around. on, got a got a got a screen pass, went for like no, or not even like a little. Well, Rashad dump. did a end around or something like that, and Smith and got a decent. Yeah, but, but he we was got one a, play. We got a um a penalty on and brought it back. Oh well, you know the whole thing goes back to is that was my X factor of the game too before. There, there's the whole and he thing got is, one carry. Come on, right. bro. Cam is not. A premium back, I would think. I would think he'd be a good, great two or three in a rotation. I, I, I actually disagree. I don't think I. For me, Cam is far more effective, and he has been the last three weeks on outside runs, runs outside of the tackles. And for some reason, reason. all we do is we uh, <laughs> shove him up the middle. You know, as you know, I was with the '91 team, and we were upstairs, and I'm sitting next with Steve McGuire. Steve was a pretty good running back for us. You yeah, know. Pretty, good. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. good. He did all but, right. But you know, the whole thing is, is Stephen goes, I can't run with no blocking. Thank you. With no hole, there is no way to get to the other side to get to the gap to make it a run. So it's very hard for any running back to be able to do that. But that's where you use your speed is what I think. On a team that's not built on speed like Michigan State, all right, um, you use the outside. You try screen passes even to the running backs. You try and do it. But just running up the gut with an offensive line that isn't very good uh, five, against the Five stout. plays against Alabama in a row, we ran up the yeah. gut. You know, I mean, you, you go back and it's just I don't, I don't see the talent on the offensive line and or the running back position to be able to do that and expect to get more than a yard or two. I, I just don't see it. What I don't get is that you looked at this running game for, for years, even with just Coach Lashley. It hasn't been very successful, right? That means we haven't been getting a lot of push up front, whether that's we're undersized, whether that's we're not that talented, we're not the smartest players. Why don't you just change your scheme? Why don't you change your scheme? Yeah. Why don't you do misdirections? Why don't yep. you roll out the pocket? If they can't hold their water, do something else. Exactly. Yeah, I, I don't know why we're continually doing the same thing over and not succeeding at it. Now, here's here's a chance this week 
to maybe rest the quarterback. Who cares? But, who cares? but, but, here, but, who but cares, listen, what I'm, just listen to what I'm saying. Is you bring in those young guys, you you maybe redo a scheme, try something different without the pressure of I got to win this game because if you don't win this game, you know, we might as well. I, 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 okay, so, and it's successful against the blind this but, week, but it's not going to do you but, anything versus Virginia. I want to see the young guys play. That's all I'm saying. I want to see both quarterbacks play. I want King to take the week off. Well, I, if you ask me, King should take the season off. For me, season's mm. over. No, no, no. Season is over. No, no, this no, no, team no. is not going to compete for the ACC Coastal. Why? Start thinking, because we're not good enough. <laughs> Start thinking about 2022. Put Van Dyke. I know it's not popular. I know it's a borderline asshole move to De'Ara King because he came back for his senior year and you're basically going to screw him. But what's the point of playing him anymore? But you're not you're not you're not winning anything. Well, so prepare well, for next year. Let me ask you a question though on that on that statement, and I'm not disagreeing with it or not, but uh is King the reason why this offense isn't succeeding? No. So then why would you bench the one thing that is the because only I'm, good I'm thing? Because I'm looking I'm looking to next year. I'm not gonna win with King. So I might as well get people experience and especially a quarterback to So to, let me ask to, you the, to, let me, to, I, got, I got another one. So yeah. you coming into the season, you thought this team would be what record wise? I thought we. I thought I expected ten and two. Ten and two. Okay. Or for twelve games. Nine and three. Okay. Three ten losses. Two losses. I said probably three losses because we're going to lose to Bama. Bama. We lose to that and the we'll, ACC coastal team that we shouldn't lose, but always yeah. do for the last seven years. And then we're going to get whooped by a well-coached team because we always do, whether that was yeah. UNC or somebody else. I thought we were going to be different this year and not lose to that team we shouldn't and still get whooped by a well-coached team. So right now, all the cards are still there. Yes. You can still win the Coastal. Yes. I'm, now, I'm not saying this team is playing well enough to, but you can. Yes. You can still win the Coastal. You can still achieve all your goals because the first goal is to make the coast, win the Coastal. Second goal is to win the ACC and, and go from there. Okay, so, Brian, let's say we play Virginia, we lose. Uh, then I don't know who we play next, but we lose. UNC. Okay. UNC, then, it then, was then, okay, so once the Coastal is out of reach. It doesn't even. Hopefully, you're not asking for mathematically out of reach because usually it comes down to like the last week. Knowing the coastal, <laughs> knowing the coastal <laughs> and the garbage it it, it yeah. is comprised of. But I mean, if you lose those two, then you're okay with with going in a different direction at quarterback. I, I'm okay with it if it's all on King, right? Because I'll say this: I don't think any quarterback can really execute this offense when you don't have the time. Yep. At least King can get out of the pocket, make some things happen with his feet. The problem with King is he's not healthy. Yep. He's not healthy. And we all he know that. He was healthy after he, last week's game. He wasn't healthy going into Michigan State. Nobody wanted to say it because they didn't get in public, but he wasn't healthy coming out of Alabama. I'm not going to say what his injury was, but he wasn't healthy. I know that for 100%. But they still put him in there. Why? He gives he, him the best chance. He to gives win. him the best chance. Now, I always say this when it comes to fans. And they're like, oh, put this dude on the field because he's more talented. <laughs> You're right. He could be more talented. But what has this team repeatedly said to you for the last three years? Yeah, they, they, they underachieve. No. We don't put in the work. Mike Harley said it. We don't do the extra stuff. Keyshawn Smith said it not so long ago. Hey, so how come you're playing so well this year? Well, last year I actually didn't study enough. I didn't know the playbook. 
How do I know the dudes behind them that are more talented know this playbook? I, for me, it's not that they're more talented. It's that they're the future, and this season for me, I would use it to build for next year because I, I don't see anything happening I get you. This year. I'm cool with that, but you still haven't answered my question. I can't put you on the field if I call a play and you don't know it. Well, no, no. And obviously, if they don't know it, they look pretty good in the spring, better than than a lot of starting quarterbacks we've had. And I understand there's a there's a huge I'm difference. I'm about to say, spring is but, vanilla. But, but I'll also tell you this. <laughs> I, I mean, played in a spring game. I'll, you know I'll that, a receiver. You, uh, I'll also tell you, I'll ask you this, okay? We had four turnovers on Saturday. Mm-hmm. All four were at the hands of, of King. 100%. Okay. Is, are there any repercussions there? Well, wait, 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 wait. That last one? That wasn't on King, buddy. Okay, was, the, on his, uh, was on his offensive line, just letting him. Okay, uh, can I ask what the last one was? Because I was a little bit inebriated before the game was over. So uh, what happened? <laughs> he got he got blocked, blasted. But he got blasted. The guy came in uh, off the left tackle. Oh, kind of like Tua got blasted yesterday. Oh, just, just nasty. Okay, well, listen. And our offensive line is not doing what we expected them to do. I mean, we re- no. they really aren't. I mean, no. and, and and so when when he gets hit like that, it, you know. It's him, the quarterback, but any other quarterback would have same thing potentially would have no, happened. And, and listen, I'm 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 being a little uh, playing a little devil's advocate. I I, I you know I don't know any much about the backup quarterbacks. King does give us the best uh, uh, chance to win. I think it, it's certainly not on him. This team has a lot more problems than just Let him. Um, <laughs> me- and, and so, but at the same time, yeah, maybe we wait to make it official that we're going to be out of the Coastal. But I don't see this team turning on some switch that all of a sudden we're going to come out and, and beat any of these of Virginia or North Carolina. And, and you might be right, but I, I will say one thing. If, if you're a player on that team and you've watched King play the last three weeks, knowing that he's dinged up and you're not stepping up. Now, I did see one guy step up the other day. Rambo had it one hell of a game, and I give him a lot of props for that. I mean, he came back to, to be that guy, and, and he showed he can be that guy. Yeah, and again, here we go again with the guys making the impact on this transfers. team. Transfers. Our transfers. I know. It, it's, 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 it's scary, isn't it? And, and so, does No, it, it tells you exactly what you need to know about this coaching staff. Or, But wait, even before this coaching staff, does it say that once you transfer – you maybe learned your lesson that you've got to be dedicated, a harder worker to be able to break into a starting lineup or no. to, to do that. You've learned your lessons because you're a little more mature. No, I, I, no, because where you come from, you just got your ass whooped by a freshman if you're a Rambo. Hey, this freshman just whooped my ass. Let me step it up here at Oklahoma. He goes into his next year. The new freshman comes in, uh, Mims, and takes it over again. So if you didn't learn your lesson there – he now picked the team where he said, okay, let me look at my yeah, roster. I, I, I've got, I've got uh, a heads this, up over this, these guys here. This dude right here, he ain't got it. This dude, oh, I can start right here right away. Now. And for Miami, which is going to be, you know, I'm going to get good pub. I'm going to be good games, ACC, blah, 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 You're blah. You're going to get all that. But yep. to me, you should have learned your lesson when a younger guy is coming to take your position. Because like coaches tell you all the time, I'm recruiting somebody to take your job. Meaning I'm taking the next five star, the next best receiver behind you. He's going to come in and whoop your ass. So what does that tell you as a sophomore, junior, or senior? And, 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 Ari, you said, you know, people should be motivated to see what King, – King's been doing this. There's something going – and we're not in the well, locker room. And it's the thing that bothers me is that here King brings in leadership, maturity. Yeah, well, something's ethic, not resonating. And, and, and that you see other people that it just – what I haven't seen in the first three games Heart? is fire. Thank yeah, you. Zero. They don't care. 
They, Zero passion. They don't. They couldn't care. get up for Alabama. They couldn't get up for Alabama. Well, you know, and look, you know, I watched Florida play Alabama, and they were down twenty-one-three, and they fought through, and it, it painted a hell of a game, you know. So, um, yeah, it, you've got to. You, I, I just don't see someone out there just putting it on my back and trying to get other than King. I, well, I, you know. I, I, I wouldn't say all that. Like, I look at the defense side of the ball. Man, them young kids are playing tough. Those are the only ones that I see running around giving it all. James like Williams, he runs around. He wants to hit you. He's talking trash. Rambo, talking trash last week when your right tackle misses the block, and this time he ties a record. Right. He's giving it his all. Cam Kitchens comes in, number 24. He's running around. He's balling. You have guys doing it. The problem is – that's not the ones you're supposed to right. do have doing it. Right. A freshman's the, not supposed to do but, that. But the ones that aren't doing it need to be replaced. A hundred and ten percent. Love you, Will Mallory. You need to be on the bench. Love you, Mike Harley. You need to be on the bench because you're not going to learn if you say, oh, I dropped the ball, but I'm still in the game. Oh, I dropped two balls. Now I start the next week. It's never going to get fixed. Dropped two touchdowns for Will L- M- Mallory. So it, when you look at it and – we could look around all types of college football, and we look around the NFL, whatever you want to look at. When you have a great coach, there's one thing a lot of dude kids have with a great coach. Got a little bit of fear that if I mess up, I'm going to be sat right on the bench. Bill Belichick, you fumble? <laughs> You're on practice squad now. Saban, you drop a ball? Come over here and sit with me. <laughs> and you, don't want you that know you're going to get replaced there, quick. Now, Saban is one of the different ones because he does the tough love and he gives you that opportunity to come back and, and make up for it. But if it's something that you continuously do, you're not playing. No. Unfortunately, here, I think we have an issue where we'd rather be boys with the players. Instead you're saying of that, the coaching the staff. The coaching staff. Instead of having that tough love where I know I can only speak from my personal experience and coaches that I've dealt with. And some of my best coaches I thought hated me. I was like, does this even dude like me? Why did he even recruit me? But he was trying to instill something in me that I didn't learn until I got a little bit more mature, and it made me a better player, but also made me a better man. And if you keep, oh, don't worry about it, man. You're good. You drop the ball. Don't worry about it. You'll get the no, no. You're setting these guys up for failure. And like you said, there's no fire. There's nobody in the sideline chewing each other out. There's nobody I holding. I miss the dancing dude. The, at least he's playing. <laughs> he's playing somewhere. There's no the word that we we know with all sports that makes you successful. Nobody's holding anybody accountable. When it comes down to it, you need players to hold players accountable. Right. And I need the coaching staff to because remember this. All those players in that locker room, they know who's balling in practice. They know who's dropping passes, missing assignments, and like, yo, is this coach not gonna bench him? Like, I'd rather put the kid in right there and just dumb down the playbook a little bit and have him flying around. Right. No, I it's It's going to go this way if a couple more losses. Oh. You, you, this locker room is. Yep. Oh, it's fragile. I mean, it's been fragile for years. Well, I thought it was stronger than ever going. Yeah, we hear that every yeah, year, Harry. But all you, need is, all you need is a couple losses, and all you need is exactly what Brian's saying. But, this but guy's I, still I, playing, and he drops a ball every week. Why aren't I in there? Like, what do I got to do to, to, to – because here's the thing. Coaches always tell you, best men play in practice, play in the game. Right. You go in practice, I mean, you go in the game, and you're great, cool. I can respect that as a freshman. I can respect that as a dude on the two – I like, 
This guy's balling. What do I have to do to elevate my game to take over for him? But if all of a sudden we're in practice together and we're even right. and he gets in the game and he shits the bed multiple right. times and I still can't get in, no, that's, bad. that's where you get frustrated and that's where these younger guys are like, well, I'm never going to we, play here no matter what. So Now, now again, I, I told you earlier before we started the show that I drank like too much Kool-Aid over the summer, okay? You you, you drank I mean, the Kool-Aid, bro. I was drinking Kool-Aid like it was water. Hey, and, and people and people were convincing us. DJ came on here and convinced like, us to drink that. You you did. Hey, you, you were, did. Fe- you were feeling it, too. But you listen, were feeling it, too. But, but in saying that. That's why I bet they put 40 on us, right? I've heard <laughs> from before. people, not <laughs> just on the athletic side, this freshman class that we have are – Doing things that we haven't seen in a while, you know, they're 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 volunteering, they're they're working hard, they're doing their assignments, they're doing all the things they're supposed to do. Reward the kids, get them on the field if that's what they are, and and if if you're not able to, inst- I mean, look, think about it, running back, okay? We all talk about guys want to play as they come in as freshmen, okay? Running back and wide receiver, are two of the positions that we think are the easiest for them to play, right? Not receiver, running back. Running back anyway. But okay. running backs, running back only comes down to one thing, and a lot of guys can't do Pass it as a block. freshman. Pass block. Right. That was Saul. That was Coach Saul. Only thing. But whole thing. If you're just running the ball. I mean, yeah. If you if you're just gonna do that, cool. Put in the freshman. I'd rather see Brashard Smith. Right. They put him in for the other round because he's a talented young man that when you put on the film, he played Wildcat in high school. Yeah. He can make he, people miss. We don't have a scat back right now because Rooster's suspended. I watched every one of his games because Justin Coach is over there, and it's like this kid, quarterback, wide receiver, running back, I think at halftime he was trying to sell popcorn. You know? I mean, Listen. He did everything he could do on the field, and, and to me, you want that kind of kid on the field somewhere touching the ball. Look, I'll give you another example. Look, a guy that we had that – Everybody knows we didn't utilize him at all his junior year. Devin Hester. Oh, we're gonna put him on we're gonna put him on offense, we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that. Devin didn't know the full playbook. We all knew that. But you know what they did? Okay, look. These ten plays, you just right. need to know like the back of your hand. Sure enough, he ran those ten plays. And he did a lot of good things when he was on offense with end arounds and screen games and everything else. I mean, at one point I don't think Devin left the field. Went to D B, returned the punt, kickoff. Right. So if it comes to that, dumb it down. Dumb it down because what you're doing right now isn't working. But, but, but it doesn't look that complicated. Uh, well, I, I was just going to say, <laughs> are we running an offense that's that complicated? It's hard to tell with the I, RPO. I don't yeah. know because I'm not in the – I don't know right. the, the language with this tell. offense. You know, I don't know what Lashley is doing for them. I don't know if he's giving them two reads before the snap. I know they're looking over to the sideline so they can adjust the play or not. But, again, RPO comes down to the quarterback. All right, an RPO game is real simple. Count the box. How many dudes you have in the box? Our problem isn't that we're counting wrong. Sometimes he is because I've seen some screen passes messed up. Our problem is our offensive line can't win a one-on-one right. battle. So then, so then, who, whose fault? If if we're putting, let's say, this team at least this week, are you putting the blame on the offensive line? Why do we lose this week? Yeah, execution still. I, okay. Okay. Listen, when you look when you look at this game against Michigan State. We talked about going into this game. You had to do a couple things. One, catch the ball. Don't have the miscues like we did against App State. Guess what happened? Same two dudes dropped big key passes. Harley and Mallory. I don't like to come up people's name, you know, the name out of there, but it is what it is. You that's, watch the game, that's who you saw. That, that's two, two games in a row. You know, Mallory had the third down conversion against App State. He dropped the touchdown here. Harley had multiple drops. If I'm the coach... I'm putting you on the bench because Arroyo, the freshman kid, is a big boy. 
Restrepo? Restrepo's a beast. He doesn't really drop anything. And then yeah. you got Prashad Smith. I know Restrepo knows this offense, so put him in. You look at the offensive line. They are soft. And I'm only taking that terminology from an offensive lineman that I talked to over the weekend at the game. He's like, bro, they don't push anybody off the ball. And we're not even talking about, okay, Alabama, give them a little break. App State, we didn't push the D tackle that was, what, 240 off the ball. Michigan State didn't push anybody off the ball. So how do you fix that, though? You can't fix it. Can you fix that? Can you fix Can you fix that in the middle of a season? Change your offense. If you can't push anybody off, if you know you can't push yeah, anybody it, off the it, ball, why are we running the same play over and again? What's the definition of sanity? Yeah. Okay. That's exactly Miami what they're football. doing. <laughs> Miami football. Now, vice versa, flip flip side. I blame two people for the defensive woes. Manny Diaz, because he's the head coach and he's the DC now. And he's linebackers coach. No. No, I'm 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 blame I'm blaming my I shouldn't have said two people. Manny Diaz first uh-huh. and then the players on defense besides the D tackles. Everybody. Now, some of the young guys came up and hit. Cam, um, James Williams, but they're coached wrong. And you can see that. They're not coached fast in practice. They're not coached well in practice because their tackling is atrocious and we all know you you learn from pop warner you learn from high school you learn from middle school put your head across the ball you know everything the basics we're diving at people's feet i don't know what that donut drill they do in practice it don't work they gotta change 61 it. missed tackles 60 that, that, 61 it, i thought it, it was 66 it, even worse it, or maybe but some terrible lots over 60 missed tackles in the first three games is that is coaches it, that's coaching coaching that's 100 percent coaching 110 percent only because when you look at practice hey this is how we're going to run this base defense cool bam you're going to come across his chest and this is how we're going to tackle do you understand it yeah i understand it coach all right show me he does it all right we're going to do this hey do you understand it yeah i understand it you go to the game you mess it up all right look come back this is what we have to do if that one person or those people aren't doing it, find the person that will. That's on the coaches. Now, if we are putting in the same guys week in and week out, them dudes better look themselves in the mirror because you know what it is? It's a want to. It's a, we always say it's a business decision. I can only go off of dudes I've been around it. And dudes I've been around that played at Miami always says the same thing. I got my name on the back of my jersey. You think I'm going to embarrass myself? You think I'm going to let my, my brother down next to me? It was a love, not only for the you, but pride. I'm not letting him down. Right. We just sweat, blood, tears this whole summer that we have pride in ourselves. We're not going to get embarrassed on national TV and get run over. You can get run over once. You might get run over twice, but you know what the, they're still going to do? They're still going to come and wrap up. Because if you wrap up, guess what's coming behind you? The rest of your teammates. I don't know why these dudes keep diving, you know, with their arms down. But, 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 but do you or? think they coach them to dive, or do you think they get in the game and for whatever reason they're tired, they're they are trying to make a big hit, they're I don't know what is when they are diving. So look at it like this. Anything in sports, it's muscle memory. Yep. You remember what you do over and over and over and over again. So there's no way I can believe that 
you go and practice and go do something over and over and over, and all and of a sudden you get in the game, you switch it up. Fair. No. But I, I was talking to one of the great three of the 91 team, Bermuda Triangle. Beast. I, I would like uh, one of those guys right now. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we all we did talk about we haven't seen great linebacker play for a couple of years. But what, great that, linebacker good, play? Good. Okay, good. I was going to say play. great wouldn't be until well, I was in school. Great. Okay. It's great. It's been like Denzel. 15 years. But one of the things we talked about, and it's a concern, is that the number of contact days and stuff have been brought back. So you talk about muscle memory or actual contact. You're not having as much. Now, other teams right, are I was going to say, you ready for this? Alabama has the same amount of days. I, I understand that. So part of it is uh, Michigan, Michigan State. Michigan State, State wait, is now, what I was saying. Wait, 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 I want to say something. I, I watched the Alabama game the other day. That Florida running back was running over some of those Alabama guys, okay? Yeah. And I saw some Alabama guys trying to bump guys out instead of wrapping up on them. So, yeah. But guess what they kept back going back and doing? They're doing it again. Right. And they're coming to hit them. They're trying to wrap cloth and grab cloth. Like, our dudes don't do that. Like, they look at the dude and be like, mm, nah, I'm just going to go for his knees. I mean, ah, it's swinging you, and miss. What I'm trying to say is if you don't have the contact days, you've got to come up with some sort of drills that replicate that to make sure that it's done right. I just don't see – you know, call me crazy, but I, I, I crazy. Why, why, why is tackling an option? Like it's a damn game. Like, like well, I don't care how many contact days you have or you don't have. You gotta get, you gotta tackle the guy. It's, like, it's it's different now, though. You gotta remember. You know, old guys always say, "Oh, it's not as intense anymore because these schools get in trouble now for padded practice. You can't have two a days." I'm doing air quotes here. Right. And you have to bring up the intensity for those days. The problem is there's just a lot of – it's different now. Like, there's cameras everywhere. I just feel like only certain coaches really want to get after kids. Only certain coaches. I think the rest of them want to be buddy-buddy because they feel like, oh, if I'm not buddy-buddy, he's going to transfer. If I'm not buddy-buddy, I'm not going to get this next guy. Instead of ripping them, pushing them, and getting after them. I mean, sure, we had coaches that would get in the tackling drill and get knocked out cold. But those coaches also had a certain credibility that this coaching staff – does not have so right? how do you earn that? I, I, you got to win, and and it comes down to this no, chicken before no, the you can't egg. Put it all on winning. You can't put it on winning. It, it really is not that. Winning only winning only matters on one thing. That's recruiting. When it comes down to earning respect to your players instead of being buddy buddy, it's putting them in a position to succeed, right? Because give you an example, say his name a lot, because I love the man to death and respect him, Coach Solinger. Boy, that boy, Coach Challenger, hated you. <laughs> he ripped you and make you feel like you're this small, itty-bitty. But you know what happens when Saul says something? You listen. No, no. It happens. Hey, I'm, I'll give you an example. We're in the, in the special teams meeting room. Sonoris Moss. Hey, Sonoris, look, you know this one move you do? If you do the outside move and come up underneath him, you're going to block the punt. I'm like... Man, Saul, what the hell is Saul talking about? Sure enough, Saul, in the game, he did the move. He blocked the punt. Florida game. Bro, clean off the sidewalk. You two got to clean off the sidewalk. Hester's going to go, won't even be touched. What happened in the Florida game? Touchdown. So when you're a player and this dude is ripping you and making you feel like you're two feet tall, but you do exactly what he says. And it, and it works. works. You know what you do? Shit, okay, coach. What you got what for you got me? Next? <laughs> what you got? And that's how you earn your respect. Not saying, hey, bro, oh, man, you missed a block. Don't worry about it. You got it. Now, come on over here, man. I got you. No, you missed a block with Saul as a running back? 
No, you were, yeah, but it also comes. Saul had this also the credibility. I mean, he did all that, but he also coached all these great running backs. But how and he did slowly he, how built did it. You build it. You're yeah, right. You build it. You have to build it right now. Yeah. If you're Manny Diaz, build it. If you're the rest of the guys, DVD, the younger court. I mean, the yeah, younger. Yeah, but it's hard to build it if you're not winning also, Brian. But, but I mean, even if I call the right play. Exactly. And if you're not doing the right thing and I call the right play, take the player out. Yeah. Take him out and put someone else in there that's going to do it right. And you know what's going to happen? If he doesn't fight for his job, He's not the dude for you on your team. That's not what you want. You can't be great with mediocre. You can't. I don't even want to be great right now because I just want to be good. They're not good. They're not coached well. They're not executing well. It starts from the head man down, and it goes from there. But you said on Twitter. I did. That this week wasn't on the coaches. Because when I looked at this game. This game. This game. Michigan State. Michigan State. I saw guys in the right position to succeed, and then I saw those players not execute. Will Mallory, wide open. It was a great play call. Dropped the ball. Mike Harley, wide open. Two times. Dropped the ball. That's three drops right there. Two touchdowns. That's not on the coaches. One-on-one battles were the offensive line when Derrick King got his butt whooped. That's on the, play. That's on the player. It's not on the offensive line, coach. Defense. I had a safety in the hole, one-on-one with that running back, and guess what happened? He blocked the dude that was blocking our corner. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that looked like a blooper. I can't blame the coach for that. I can blame how we, he coached him up for the weeks. But in that game, with the stuff that we like lost it on, it was basic stuff. Now, I'll give the coaches this. They don't, have, they don't do any in-game uh, adjustments. That's just me. I, I don't ever see our coaches do that. But for me, when I came away from that game, to be up 14-3, possibly 17-3 going into half, I couldn't put that on Lashley. I had to put that on them. When you look at it, we, we, you're we wide open. We talked about it last week with Joaquin and stuff like that. Execution is the key to every game. Every play works, okay? You and I could draw plays that work if the guys execute. But they're not executing. They're dropping balls. They're missing tackles. They're letting your quarterback get smothered. Um, so, so that, and that's why I'm saying. I mean, he's saying it's not on the coaches. Uh, this people game. are calling people. So, actually, let's go back because then they almost showed some sort of improvement, didn't they, Brian? Because they were because two weeks ago and and week one they weren't even in the right spots. They At sh- least last week they were in the right spot. They showed improvement in the first half, and then guess what happened? Michigan the other State team adjusted. did some adjustments. They, we did it, and guess what? Our guys but, did put their heads down. But but that's the other thing is if our offense doesn't drop those balls in the first half, maybe we have a bigger lead, Yeah, takes away their run game. And when their run game was working, then the play action worked. So we were in that double. Uh, oh, and when it was obvious passing downs in the first quarter, we were, I mean, we oh were no. getting to the quarterback, a we couple were, sacks. We were balling. I yeah. was in there shocked in the first quarter. I was like, oh, yeah, I, I was, shoot. I was very pleasantly surprised with our defense the way they played the first half. I really was. And then came to that outside runs, and it was like, yo, I try to tell y'all it's a business decision. Who wants the business? That's a big boy. No, that that guy. That's a big boy. (laughs) But here's the thing. You know it's a big boy coming into the game. You're watching film going, yo, strap it up this week. Yeah. By the way, if you get knocked out, I got you. I'm going to be right behind you. Hey, man, just do your job. Set the edge. I'm going to be right behind you and make the tackle. This dude went outside I don't know how many times in this game. Cornerbacks set the edge. Linebackers flowing right there. Safety, fill the hole. Nobody wanted Man, them safeties looked at that dude like, 
Hmm. Only the young safeties wanted to come up and hit. You can't have no senior safeties doing what they did. I mean, it was laughable. It was a Madden glitch, what 26 did. <laughs> I've never seen that before in my life. Yeah, that was. I mean, that was, that was like a blooper. It, it was. was. Like a, it was a blooper. He, he literally was saying in his head, all right, I got this. I got this. Oh, this, this, this dude's big as hell. Now, <laughs> Let me go and get I'm that going guy. this way. How am I supposed to put that on a coach? I can't. I got to put that on a player because you know what? You're at the right place where the coach told you to be. Now hit him. Yeah, you didn't make the play. I'll get and you know what? What I always I always go back to because again, coaches is an easy target, I think. But at the end of the day, these kids have been playing football since they were like eight years old, nine years old, some of them. Okay, and so you're learning those basic skills, and and football is the same game. Well, that and that's what I and and that's what where I was going with the tackling part. I mean, you've been tackling since you were eight years old. Now, granted, did they teach you exactly the proper way to tackle in pee wee football? No, but high school they did. Maybe, maybe not. But high school they certainly did. So. Why is it any different now? Because I've seen some tackling drills where I'm like, what the hell is that? This alligator roll thing that they're trying to get from rugby? I, I get it, safety, head injuries, but it's safe to see what you hit. You know, the basics were back in the day. See what you hit. Yeah. You know, get your head across, get that one shoulder, pop. I, I, I've been around a lot of good tacklers. and They've done a great job of seeing what they hit. You know what they do? They drive through. If you don't bring your body through, you're going to lose every time, especially when it's, what, 215? Remember what Frank Gore was telling us about, you know, guys get out of his way. They don't want to make contact oh, no. with him. Frank, stuff, so you know? Frank, Frank told us that the league's soft now. He goes, these dudes don't want to hit. He goes, I could play for another three years. And this was like three years ago when I saw him. <laughs> you know, me and Beast were like, it's like that? He goes, Beast, you don't understand. These linebackers don't want to come. He's like, there's like three dudes that I see a year that I'm like, all right. Give him some props. Other than that, there's no pop. But it's the same. You go to our practice. I don't care what nobody says. You are how you practice. If you don't practice 110 miles an hour, you can't just turn on a switch in the game. It's impossible. You, you can't do it. If you go to our practice, it's not 110 miles every single play. It's not. So these guys the other day, you know, sitting there listening to these stories of the 91 team and stuff, they talked about fighting in practice. Yeah. And, you know, helmet swinging and, and all kinds of stuff because like I give you an they, they took practice and we've heard it before you know the practice harder was harder than, than the game, the game. It is. And, and and so I don't know that a player on our team right now could say that practice is harder than any of the three games we played this year it's absolutely not and it's not just this year it goes years back there was a conversation I was involved in with some players on this team not on this team anymore but they were on this team that played a certain position that they were talking to a former player former player was giving them tips Hey, man, if you want to be successful and you want to play at a high level, you have to go 110 miles an hour every single play, uh, play in the practice, get back in the huddle, 110 miles an hour again. I don't care if you throw up everywhere, 110 miles, and then you will play like that. Speaking of throwing up, uh, number two is having a problem with uh, keeping stuff down during the game. On their team or our team? On our team, yeah. On the heat. That's what I tell him. Try to tell you, Michigan State looked like they were chilling. Oh, well, apparently it was from the beginning of the game on. I don't know if he had yeah, something stomach. or whatever. Oh, but, but, but listen, I like that then. He keep he kept going. This talking about Stevenson? Yeah, one of the few dudes that's a bright spot. Guess where he came from? <laughs> Transfer. I mean. My, <sighs> my, my, one of the greatest plays I ever saw. Dan Morgan. Dan Morgan. Yeah. Against Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just that happened multiple ran, times with Dan. But no, this one was yeah, like no, this he ran. He, it was shoot straight out like the Exorcist, <laughs> and he ran right through it and made the tackle. I mean, Dan Morgan's a guy that had a foot injury and 
wanted to play football without a shoe on. But guess what? That's how he trains. I understand that. I'm so just when he gets to the field, he's going to run like nothing. a wild man. Dan, no disrespect to you at all. Your name does not belong anywhere with anyone we saw on the field Saturday at the linebacker position. See okay. how we just tried him. He didn't want to get beat up for next but, time. But no, but I just thought that was one of the plays where, I mean, this guy was focused and he knew exactly what he wanted and he got it regardless of how his body was reacting to the situation. Yeah, for sure. So to finish up the story, the former player said, you have to run 110 miles every single day in practice. Every play, every down, every sprint, like it's your last. Because when you get in the game, you just can't turn on a switch. One player goes, I can't do that, man. I'm going to die. There's no way I can survive in practice. I'm going to get tired. I was like, oh, wow. Relatively big name that uh, we're, in a, we're in for a long season. And never made it to the NFL. No, and the, the one player told him, if you do X, Y, and Z, You'll make it. If you don't, you got no shot. Nah, man, I got it. No, you don't. You don't have a shot. Watching one film, you are not an NFL player to so position. Has he been watching social media? We got a lot of posts, or they've been a little quieter this week? Or, I have know. no idea. I don't I can't. I, I only follow a couple of them because I'm cool with them. But other than that, I don't follow them unless the fans like put them on blast on Twitter or something like that. Now, I've, I read something where they were – Arguing back and forth, fans and certain players, but they wouldn't say which players. I mean, listen, I feel sorry for the, the young men now because they do. Fans do have access to them, much more access, much more before. access. And like, they're, and their the fans take it way too far. Oh, but that's that's every, everywhere in the world in sports. But I always tell them this: if you're gonna be there for the highs, you, when you win and you yep. want to be bragging to put up that I'm flossing and I'm balling. When you mess up. Are you playing bad? Just get ready because they're going to dig into you. I used to tell players all the time, you know, all that work you put in all week long, when you win, it feels so much better than putting all that work in all week long and losing. So Not even just losing, getting win. your ass whooped yeah. twice already. And, look, we all lost. We all made mistakes. I get it. But, man, I don't, did you guys listen to the broadcast um, before I did? Before? Did you? Oh, you guys, I mean, at one point, I don't know which part you're talking about, but I, I think I even texted you when it was this whole emotional bit about, you know, social media and being too hard on the team and the coaches and all this stuff. And I'm and just I'm, like. I'm over here trying to bite my tongue because <laughs> I, I know it's a, it's a, it's a pro-Canes show, so I have to be somewhat objective. I can't just go in as much as fans want me to go right. in. But you can do that here. I can do that here. But there was a lead-in that we had, and our producer, Vic Bermuda, does a great job, one of the best producers I've ever worked with. And he has some of the best leads in And some of the lead-in for this one was, our players going, yo, Michigan State. Yes. Did you I, hear that? I heard that. And I, I was, was like, like, oh, no. This is, don't, I, I don't thought do that. this was so, it was so weird. Don't do that, please. And I, when we got off the air, I go, Vic, come on. And he goes, what, man? I'm like, oh, bro. <laughs> I hope Michigan State don't hear this because I mean it was it was all like the, the players going oh Michigan State we're we're coming at you and oh we're gonna you better get ready for this heat be, and yeah. I'm like it it was like <sighs> recorded trash talk for elite it was so lame and then to me I go it was I, so lame I'm cool with it if you back it up oh absolutely I just Swagger is only good when you're I you're just doing haven't it. seen this team back it up like that you know when. Hoopla and all the you know the good stuff and off season champs and all that. That's cool. You know cool. the bad thing about Kool Aid? 
Because when you drink too much of it and you get sick, it's a bad sick. I never and drank that much Kool-Aid, though. Well, I drank it all summer long. Oh, see, that's the problem. I am, I am still hurting over just the lack of. Isn't it good that I'm the level-headed one on no, here? No, you've always been the level educated. You know, you know the game. You understand. Oh, thank you so it, much. You know? It's not even but, that. But, but I, I, but I know coach speak, though. I will also say something, though. I watch. Usually I don't watch football after losses, you know, but I went home and watched the Florida game and I watched some of the North Carolina game that night and I watched a lot of pro football yesterday and and, and just something that I want fans and everyone to understand is watching at every level. Guys drop balls, guys are wide open, the, the cover guys nowhere in the neighborhood, missed tackles, fumbles. I mean, two of the teams I watched yesterday had a hundred plus yards and penalties. So it's not an easy game at any level have perfection across the board but you know it, it's like if you have 100 plays or 80 plays in a game you got to win most of those plays to be able to win the game and you can't turn the ball over you can't do the things that we see doing someone's either got to decide we're going to either be better than this or it's going to be a long season but the difference is i didn't mean to cut you off let's no no go the same dudes that drop the ball in I, college I, the same dude that messes up guess what happens like in their team come on over here and sit next to me guess what happens in our team I don't worry about it, bro. You got it. Next play. That that that's got to change. And before the excuse was okay, we didn't have the depth. I, I now whether we've got it or not, you've well, got to do it. I know it. wide receiver. There's it, enough guys to rotate around. Plenty, okay. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Running back. Maybe we don't have that option. By the way, okay. did you see the freshman come in and catch the ball? Yeah. Romella Brenton. Yeah. Caught the ball. You saw Rambo. Caught the ball. You saw Keyshawn Smith. Caught the ball. We got dudes that catch the ball. Put the dudes in. For for me, the frustration well, is okay. all, all all spring we hear about this offensive line and older guys and second played so many in the games. League, right? Second oldest, all this stuff. Okay, you think finally maybe, maybe we've got old, that position. Like me. And then and then we hear about okay, this change, we're gonna bring Manny. Manny's gonna be the defensive coordinator. That's gonna get fixed. And three games into it, one looks like we even regressed. And the other hasn't shown any improvement. I mean, defensively, we're no better. Than what? Than last year. Hell no. Okay, well, and, I mean, and you can't put it on, well, we don't have Jalen Phillips anymore. don't mean anything. You can't put it on that. I'm sorry. You can't. Well, uh, you lose talented players and don't replace them with talented players. It does affect it, okay? We lost, what players did we lose? We lost one player from Two. the defense. Two. Roche. Roche. I mean, listen, don't get me wrong. They're both dudes on 53-man roster, so they're very talented. We yes. know that. The problem is, isn't just the talent for the defensive end. It's the execution again. Right. Oh. It's set the damn edge. It's not hard to get up the field. I get it. It's not sexy. You didn't get a sack. You didn't get the tackle. That's not your job in this play. This scheme, set the edge, let the linebacker flow through, make the tackle. That's it. It's basic football is what they're messing up. We talked about Alabama. We talked about UNC last year, whooping our butt with the same play over and again. It wasn't sexy. It wasn't complicated. It was just we know you ain't going to execute, and I know my dude's going to get the reach the on you. Get guy with the ball, whatever it takes, right? And, it's, and, and it starts with coaching. If I see the kid make the same mistake over and over again, guess what I have to do? Take him out. Now, the dude behind him doesn't know the plays after being in the in the in, the, uh, in Miami for two years. You know who that's on as well. That's coaching. That's on you. A hundred percent agree with that. You know, like how you know de defense is complicated, but there are certain positions where it's not too complicated. Defensive end, 
It's not that complicated from what I've been told. I've never played the position, but I've been told by a lot of people that have played it and played defense that that's the one position you could put somebody that's raw and say, hey, listen, it's an obvious passing. Go get him. If it's a run, stay outside. If it's, if it's this inside row, go into this B gap. Boom, that's it. We good. That's it. You're done. So for things that were messing up, you know, the, the whole stats, like, oh, on the inside, the D tackles played so well, he only had 17 yards, but on the outside, he had 100 whatever. So what does that tell you? Get up, get up field. Disrupt it. Corners. Get off your blocks. This is basic football. It's not, it's not sexy. It's just, hey, mano y mano, man versus man. Get off the block. So if you can't do it, bro, put in the freshman that don't understand anything and let the senior next to him tell him what to do and just go eat. Just go eat. Young man, I just want you to go run. The running back goes out, you got him. If he stays yeah, in, hit and, him. And if you, you put a guy, okay, like let's say Leonard Taylor, five-star comes in, has played zero times now. How – what could he do at the tackle position that could maybe help, you know, a couple plays here and there, come in and, you know, go well, out Well, I'll say this. The tackles what do you actually, lose? The tackles are the only ones that are actually playing good football in this team right now. They're the only ones. So I get why he's not playing. You have two older dudes, but they're actually producing and disrupting and, and doing what they have to do. Leonard Taylor could be very special. He could be an All-American in the future. He could be a first-round pick. It sucks sometimes where you're buried in the depth chart. We've all had that. Right. Some of our great teams or even just great players in front of you. You know, look, a little patience because I see the fans screaming, oh, put this five-star in. Like, you're going to take – Patience? You're taking patience? a dude out that's actually patience anymore productive? As, as players or, you know, the no. transfer portal? No, or, no patience. You know, I mean, it's, it's like I, – I agree that physically and mentally the offensive line, defensive line need to – kind of mature a little bit get stronger get that stuff but at the same time you know platon said earlier let's play for the future if it's going to be a throwaway season but at least if you're not going to redshirt these kids and you want them in there get them in the game or even if you are going to redshirt them they get four games get four. to try to see what they got here's here's here's, here's got. game one for them we're going to see every right. single we shirt. better see them all see them know? all and then you go from there and you grade them and you say okay we got virginia on a short week, Thursday night, who played well, who understands the concept, who executed. And they better put them on the depth chart. Because right. if you don't, that tells you everything you need to know. Now, we can't, again, we don't know what goes on during practice during the week. Right. We're not there. So we can all yell and say, oh, this guy made right. one flash, no, you, you, know, right. one, you know, splash play, but maybe he messes up three other plays in practice. And I think that's where fans have to realize, well, like, hey, we don't know what's going on. You know, I was sitting with Coach Erickson talking a little bit during the game and stuff like that, and there's certain plays, drop passes or, you know, things like that, and those are the things that drive coaches crazy because, you know, you may run a play 100 times in practice and everything goes well, and as soon as that whistle blows for the play, the guy goes left instead of right or, you know, whatever happens, happens. The execution's not there, and you're going as a coach. We ran that 100 times, got it right 99 times. How can you mess up when it counts? Under the bright lights, man, that's what we used to call – we used to have practice All-Americans. And all of a sudden in the game, and you'd be like, what the hell happened to him? Because you see him at practice, like, oh, shoot, that's a nice catch. Oh, nice play. And the game's like, um, okay. And I get it. Pressure's, pressure's no, it, real. It's not quite as easy as we it, all – Pressure's real. Definitely. But uh, who's that on? Is that on the coach or is that on the player? I mean, I, it's I'm on, just – It's on the player. Let's be honest. Yeah, really okay. Is. So that that's why that, – then my question is uh, – you know, this isn't a very easy solution, right? Yes, it is. Fire everybody. Fire the coaches. <laughs> Fire everybody. Start over. 
Okay, but 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 again, that that's why I go back to your tweets that say it's not on the coaches, it's on the players. But now you're telling me to fire all the coaches. I need somebody to be able to teach these kids that are making mistakes. The question is, are they being taught or are they not being taught? Yeah, because maybe not? I'm teaching them, but then the bright lights come on and you... So and you... put in the next guy. Okay, but whose fault is that then? The coach, because you're the teacher. Let me ask so you a question. So then you need to pull back your Wait, let me ask you a question. You need to pull back your You're a teacher. You're a teacher. No, 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 because I said this game. Okay. I didn't say the whole totality. No, this game, this game. I'm very critical of the coaching staff. Yeah, I know you You are. guys know me that. No, 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 I know that. This game, Yeah. this loss... To me, the only thing that I can say that was on the coaching staff was the ju- adjustments. Everything else, those drop passes, not on the coaches. In the perfect position, perfect play. One-on-one blocks with offense alignment, I can't put that on the coach. I told you that. The, the, the being in the right position on defense and not making the tackle, that's on you. That's a want to. That's a, I'm going to attack you. I'm going to get run over. I don't care. I'm grabbing Claude, and my boy's going to help me. Totality, the reason we keep seeing the same thing over and over again, that's on your coaches. And okay. if you're not teaching it the right way, switch it up. And if he's not doing it right, fire him. And if he's not doing it right, fire him. And if you're still not doing it right, you're gone. And that's the tough love about coaching. And that's why I respected Manny Diaz coming into this year. He said it didn't work. I'm going to call plays. Yep. And if it doesn't work again, guess what? He's out. It's on me. Now, I'm not going to say he's out. He should be out. Because Sorry. here's a question. Who you get? There's a million dollar Everybody question. always says fire this person. I said it just now. Who are you gonna get? Who can you afford? Let's just put it that way, because we don't. We know we don't go deep in the pockets. I, I, I don't know. I don't know enough to say, and I don't know what assistant coaches are potentially out there. Hell, I like the I like the Michigan State coach. I thought I, I was pretty impressed by the way they play. But I mean, you don't keep a guy because we don't know who we're gonna get next. That doesn't help either. Uh, I, I, it's okay. two different decisions. But here's the thing. Okay, five coaches, four athletic records since we were relevant back in 2000. Yeah, and Coach Manny Diaz has the same record as Al Golden through 27, day, 27 games. That's oh. I found that interesting. I thought he had one worse. Or one worse. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's essentially the it, same. It, it, but the point goes back to is I think that we're overlooking some of the other obstacles that we're not getting the recruiting. We, we You know, the top kids aren't necessarily all coming here. There's certain things that can Miami rebuild? What yeah, kind of coach it would it take? it doesn't matter about the recruiting. It matters to some degree. Of course it does. Ready for this? Where was Michigan State recruiting? Yeah. I guarantee you for the last five years, the recruiting classes have been behind Miami. I agree. And guess what they did on Saturday? Whooped their ass. App State. We know they're in the 60s in recruiting, but guess who they hung with? All these talented recruits. So – you were a player that went out there. You had a teammates. Okay, you guys, you talked about it earlier in the show. I look to my right. I look to my left. I'm not letting you down. I'm letting you down. Okay. So the question I have, if I was, you know, sitting there in the room and all the players there, what are you guys doing for one another? How are you letting this happen? Because you can blame coaches all you want, but all summer long, those kids worked out together. They they did all that stuff on their own. They they were the ones helping me drink gallons of Kool Aid that I was drinking. Okay, <laughs> and along with a lot of other fans out there. You know, I mean, uh, how many fans, you know, had us 11-1 and one after we lost to Alabama, ooh, you know? Man, whoa, not me. Not well, me. Not me I'm not either. that crazy. But what I was I'm drinking Crown, not Kool-Aid during the summer. <laughs> well, that's why I was level-headed. <laughs> <laughs> or what, yeah, but but that's all I'm saying is, is that, and I said earlier, I want to see fire. I want to see, you know, this is my team. This is my program. This is the you. I'm not living up to it. That means you're not living up to it. You're not living up to it. How do we fix this? I would would this be the perfect time for 
for someone to say players only meeting, go in there and close the door, oh, throw yeah. some chairs, break yeah. a, a blackboard or two, and, and say, dudes, that we're sh- three games deep and we suck. That should have been after App State. Realistically, it should have been after App State. Well, it definitely should be now, I would think, right? Um, if, if they haven't, that tells you everything you need everything. to know. Everything. And now, now, when I talked about recruiting and, you know, it's not all about recruiting – it's about recruiting the right guys. Stars, yes, you need to have the five stars and four stars because you look at Alabama, you look at Georgia's defense are loaded with them. And the good thing with that is if you miss on one, they got right, three more. Right, right. But it's about recruiting the right type of player. Everybody mentions program. everybody mentions a dog. Okay? A dog doesn't mean just because I got five stars, you're a dog. Nah. No. No, you could be soft as cotton. A dog is the mentality. The teams that I I'm gonna was outwork around. I'm going to outwork the guy next had to me. Dogs, right? And if you weren't a dog, you'd look right next to dude. Like I'm not gonna let him whoop my ass in the sprint. I'm not gonna let him whoop my ass in this because one, he's the alpha. Probably gonna curse your ass out, and then you're probably gonna get left behind. So there's a lot that goes on with it. See, this is our producer Ember. He always comes through. So let's go through some recruiting rankings because we just got our butts whooped. Miami's recruiting rankings: 2021, 11, 2020, 17, 2019. 27, 2018, 8. Yeah, that's not bad. That's good. Good, good. good job, Manny Diaz, on that. Michigan State, 2021, 46, 2020, 44, 19, 33, and 2018, 31. So they never cracked the top 30, yet they looked like more dogs on, on the Saturday. Team. They had more dogs right. on the field and, because and you look, saw the way they going, were talking shit. Go, going back oh. to 91, go back to, you know, those 89 stuff. We weren't – now, recruiting was a little bit different There then. was no recruiting then. Yeah. I well, mean, there the was, start, but there, there were no rankings. But it wasn't quite the same. The star but shit started, what, we, late, late we, 90s? We were never a team that had the greatest star power. But I do believe we had a lot of dogs on that team, a yeah. lot of guys that when they came in – you know, we've had to go back and listen to Santana Moss, Daryl Jones, on and on and on. These guys wanted to outwork their teammates in every other program they played, and that's what made them champions. That's so it comes down to special. the players. What, what I've been trying uh, to tell uh, you all this time. Okay, but then you're telling me to fire the coaches, so I'm I'm confused. Because okay, so <laughs> one one okay, so here's the thing. And I and I'm busting your balls a little bit, but but the the, the reason I'm saying it is is it it's you know for the fans out there, just fire everyone. Well, I don't know if it's that. I'm not saying that it, it, that's not what you're going to have to do at the end of the season. But I, it's we've got deeper problems. What we got, and, and it's not. It's it's a full cultural thing, and this isn't a cultural issue based on just this coaching staff. This has been a cultural issue for the last like 15 years. 20 years. 20 years, uh, less than 20. Okay, 18 years. I'm saying like 15 because things started really heading south, what, like 06, I would say? 07. 07, okay. So, so. My last year. Yeah, your last year. That's you where. Left it and okay, all okay. Well, 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 nah, well, we weren't that good the last year. Okay, so so what did you You the type said of things, players we had in the locker room. It's plain and simple. The, the type of player that we had, and we had stars, four and five, but if you looked at the type of player, it completely changed from my freshman year to my senior year where there wasn't as much accountability. We had our couple leaders, but as far as depth, we didn't have the dogs and those type of guys top to bottom. And and was it and and your coaching staff 
Okay. I mean, people were sacrificed for, you know, one person sacrificed the others, but 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 you you had some serious coaches on those staffs. Well, when they got seriously fired and that was woo, that was a storm, right? Yeah, but so I, and again, think, think I, about I'm just saying it's Let me let me ask a question before we move on further. You talked about those guys getting fired, okay? And we talked earlier about Donnie and stuff like that. How did that affect you as players? Hmm. I mean, listen. Was it deserved? Was it when, not? When was, you're when you're older, you understand that no matter what, it's a business, right? And it's a wins and losses business. And at the time, you know, we were rolling. And now we're coming off two back-to-back seasons with three losses. That's not the standard here. I understood why Coker did it because if he didn't change it, it was him. right? So as a head coach, you say, okay, totally. what are we missing? In my opinion, when you came down to it, you had a lot of personality right? in that, in that coaching staff. We had a lot of history. Coach Keel had been on every single – National Championship team. Coach Solinger had been there for a long time. You know, we had a lot of, I don't want to say egos, but we had a lot of personality where. No, I heard there were some issues. You, with, know, you know, I think there who was. Who should have been the head coach yeah. versus that or, you so know, I think my play's better than your when play. When it comes down to it, it just, it was such a sticky situation. And I just, I knew it would never end well. Then you bring in a whole new coaching staff. And I just don't. For me personally, looking at the players from top to bottom, we just didn't have those type of guys. We had some outstanding players. We had three first-round picks that year, so we had the talent. But talent can only take you so far, in my opinion. You know, there's a, there's a need. There's, there's a hunger. There's a want. There's a desire to be great. Not everybody desires to be great. Some guys just want to go ahead and say, all right, cool, I got the jersey. I made it to the league. I make some money. I'm cool. And there's some dudes that are like, hell no. Got to be a first-round pick. I got to be a Hall of Famer. I want to set records. My freshman year, shit. Whole team was like that on the starting 11. I mean, the starting 22. By the end of it, no. Not at all. And who who is it on? Is it on the coaching staff? You got to bring in the right guys. Well, part of of it is is there was a time, and and you saw it in the 90s, going to 93 when we started declining again. And, and you saw it in the 2000s, is you were winning, okay? And people said, oh, I'm going to come to Miami. They're winning. And they think all they have to do to go to Miami and win is slide the jersey on, put the helmet on, go out in the field, and we're going to win. But just remember something. Even this past weekend and the weekend before, those two teams came in here with a chip on their shoulder. Oh, yeah. Not because Miami's good, but because Miami's Miami, mm-hmm. and their history is Miami, and Miami won five national titles. Miami has swagger. Miami has the chain. Miami has all this stuff. We're going to prove them we're as good, if not better, than they are. And that's something that, that Miami faces every game. Florida State faces it every game. You know, some of the other teams that were elite, Texas, Nebraska, Michigan, USC, yeah, there's sure. something they always face because they have a history, and people tell them about that history. Our players have to understand to protect that history, they've got to go out and play a lot better than they played. You know that saying, you can only lead a horse to water. Right, you can't make him drink it, right? Okay. Unless it's ground. You could definitely make me drink that. <laughs> it's it's one of those things where I would sit back and, and look at the guys that are in the locker room. 
And we were spoiled. Not going to lie. We were spoiled. Because there didn't need to be any coaches around. We had so many dudes like, I got the meeting. You can leave. I got a coach. You walk into this locker room, you don't have that. Right? I don't don't know what it is. Don't know it's because social media, everything's changed. Everyone can be on TV at UCF now. They don't have to go to the giant eight, the giant ten of teams. Whatever it is. You have to be able to recruit the person that fits your program. I don't know what that identity is for the Manny Diaz team, staff. I know what a former player looks for in a guy. And it's not – I'll give you an example. I am a football junkie. I follow all this stupid recruiting stuff and know people's names and everything else. You talk to any of these dudes that are my boys and stuff like that, they'll be like, who? Be like, look, until he puts on the jersey and comes on the field or I go to practice, I'm not going to know who he is, but I'm going to know exactly what guy I like as soon as I see him play. And that's obvious. You can see dudes. I mean, I remember the first practice we went to last year it was. It was spring. And it was Jalen Knight and Restrepo as a freshman. And me and Beeson are just sitting there. And both of them did a play at separate times. I was like, oh, okay. We got something in the backfield right there. And then Restrepo made some, like, nasty catch over the middle. And you could just see, like, the hunger and desire in his face to be great. And then the way you talk to him, he he wants it. If I could get 11 Restrepo's on this team. Why is he not getting it now? Again, that goes on the coaching. If you see that your well, your man I mean, Mike Harley's but, but, dropped but, two passes, okay, but, put in the other dude. I, I wanted to bring this up earlier when you brought that up. Is it on the coaches, in the sense that listen, well, now, the whole, whole, what? listen, listen, tap me saying, out. No, 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 you can't. No, no, listen, they call a play, and you've got your different reads based on who you want to throw to. Yeah. The question I have is, if you're a quarterback and you have a receiver that's dropped a ball or two or three or four over the last couple of weeks. Do you look at him and go somewhere else? Yeah, Harry, I mean, if he's open, you got to go to him. I mean, he's the open but, receiver on that play. Nobody but, else is open. It's designed. I mean, when but, you look at the. But, but do you do you ask, hey, can we get seven in here instead of well, this that? guy here? I mean, you, you, you could ask all you want, but I, I would assume King is the one guy that could say, yeah. I would love to see this player in. Is there an issue that Harley's his boy? Right. The reason that they both came back is to do something else and whatever. I don't know because I'm not in the locker room. But, but you, uh, for, I get what you're. Your I get what you're saying. What, what, when it comes, is there something where quarterback has certain guys that he's going to look I, for? I think King could ask for someone to come in. 100%. I think he. I think he's got that sort of leverage on this team and with this staff. But I, I mean, at the same time, <laughs> there there there's some good old stories that I'm sure you know, Harry, of of the days of Kenny Kelly and. You know, there were some personal issues between him and one of our wide receivers, very well-known wide receivers, and, and he, he wouldn't throw him the ball mm. because there were some lady issues going on, right? Ain't it always that. I knew it was going to be that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew but it was going to be but, that. But that play, Harley's the open receiver. If you look at it, Rambo's not open. I don't know what the other guy on the other side is doing. He has the slant over the middle. You got to go. And you got to keep going because he's the one there, and you hope he catches one of these goddamn balls. And King's got faith in him, right, because that's yeah. his boy, and they train together, and, yeah. and, and, I, and I get I just, that. I just wanted to know if there was, like, certain times that you would just say, you know what, I'll throw it in completion. I'm not going to have a drop ball. Well, no, you're never going to do that. I, I mean, I, listen, I know, you throw it in completion saying. and be like, yo, bro, I'm filmed. He's wide open. <laughs> but he's not going to catch it, so it doesn't matter, you know? Again, it, it was a well-designed play. It worked. Yeah. You didn't execute it. Like, King's going to be like, I got you, bro. Don't worry about it. We're going to run it again. And then you drop it again. That's on one dude right now. Coach, 
Get make, me someone in here. Put somebody else in here. Because you know what it's going to do? It's going to motivate Harley. I. To work I, more, catch more after practice, do whatever you got to do to get your hands right. And if you still can't get your hands right, put in the young guy. And I don't care if your offense, you can't open it all the way up. If you can crack that thing open and he's going to execute and catch it. Like we I, talked about like recruits. Bro, listen, Michigan State, they got some good transfers. Appalachian State, they caught the ball. I don't care if you're a one-star. Basic 101, right? Do you catch? Like somebody text me. You know, before before the game, damn, bro, Rambo ain't that fast. I'm like, no, but you know what he does? I text you during the game. Yeah, yeah, I say he catches He's, every yep. damn ball. Yep. So you know what I'm gonna do to him? Ten yards, seven yards, and nine yards. And he gets yards. open. They were respecting his quote unquote speed that, with that a was huge as good a game cushion. As we've seen from a wide receiver. But listen, you probably a mod when he played. Oh no, definitely a mod. Yeah. You you knew he would do that because in that's the spring, a long time ago. In the spring game, the first series, it was three straight plays to Rambo. And guess what he did? He caught every ball. Yep. And I go, shit, hallelujah. We got a receiver that can catch. And then what happened? The one guy you thought was going to be the guy yep. to be the make or break dude now has a dropsies. And I know it. He's the heart and soul. He came back. He's a local dude. He has the ability to set records. Tough love. Put him on the bench. Because now it's going to force him to get better. Get better. Maybe he'll go execute. to the jugs again after after Whatever he's got to do, but he's going to concentrate a little bit more knowing I'm going to be on the bench. You got to do it. It's tough. It uh, sucks, but you got to do it. You know, I, I never like calling out players, and I'm not calling anyone right now, but I just said every player, every coach, three games in, has to look back in the mirror and say, what am I doing to make this team better? Yeah, but here's the thing. And, and, and look, in saying that, we saw it last week with Rambo. Again, talking about a player that wants to do it. You got to go. Hey, dude, you didn't do your job. Hey, you didn't hold your block. Hey, you you know dropped a, a, uh, an interception. I mean, think about it. Early in that game, we have a chance to intercept the ball, and we hey, don't. Was, that was a nice one too. You know, and those are things that those plays can turn the field around and, and make that game a completely different game. And I was like, oh my god, we got the pick, and then you know, hey, listen, that was impossible. It was it was a tough pick. I'll yeah. say that it was a tough pick. You know, even though they say if you get your hands on the ball, make the catch. Now that Oklahoma. Yeah, corner. <laughs> Ooh, that might be one of the best plays. Use I think a few I've of those, seen. man. I take one of those. But you know, when it when it comes on what you said, everybody's got to look themselves in the mirror and say, "What am I doing wrong? What can I do better?" They need to do that together, right? Because the problem is team meeting is to say, "Call it now." Do your job. I got your back. You do your job. I got your back. If and you're we've heard to be that in, over and over. If you're supposed to be in the A gap, be in the A gap. I'll be in the B gap. If you don't make the play. Don't worry about it. You can make the next play. But I need you to be in your gap or else it's going to pop for 80. And that's not what they're doing. And I don't, again, I'm not in the locker room. Couldn't tell you what, what's going on. But that's the type of so meeting they need right now. we have right a now. chance this week? This is the one week that I can say we do. <laughs> this, is the, this is literally the first week of the season. And I'm maybe comfortable, the last. I'm comfortable to say going into this game. Okay, so we're gonna get so, it done. So let's let's go back a second now. We're three games in. Okay. We got nine to go. What's the record? Right now? No. What's the record going to be at the end of the season, based on what we've seen the first three games? We have nine to go, and we're one and two. Okay, so we're gonna look. I'll just say this: we're gonna be two and two after this. So let's just go to eight games left, right? Virginia game because yeah. that's ACC play. We got eight games in the ACC. All right, I'll go six and six. I, I, I was, I, I'll go seven and five. How about you? 
I'll go seven and five, too. Nah, I'm going six and six. Unless I see something completely different yeah. against Virginia? But remember, you're the smarter of the three of us, okay? So you, you know football better. I'm always the optimist. And usually, like I say, I always say nine and three each year, and we kind of went over why. But yeah, I, I just don't see anything right no. now that says – I was being and, optimistic and, and, coming this year saying three losses. Right, and that's that's exactly where I was too. But but now, based on what I'm seeing, you know – now look, Pitt was playing really good. They were getting all these gold stars, and they lose Man, to Western they lost Carolina. To Western Michigan. Western How did Michigan. They do that? You know, and, and, and so – I think sometimes, too, the other thing that I would say to people out there, watch each week because each week can be different than the week before, even oh, though you had yeah, a great game. No, it can, but and we haven't looked good. I, I'm not talking about us. I'm just talking in general. Oh, I was you, gonna say, you see, we haven't changed look, our mistakes. I mean, look, look what Clemson did with Georgia Tech. I mean, you yeah. know, you look at some of these games. What I'm trying to get to is that winning is the only thing that should matter because it's not as easy to win as some people want to make it to be. But each week, watching these ACC teams play, there's talented quarterbacks, there's talented players, and if you don't bring a B-plus, A-plus game, oh, yeah. you're going to have a hard time beating pretty much any team in the ACC week in and week out. Yeah. Anybody. Hmm. Look at FSU. <sighs> Look, I'll say that FSU, it's a rivalry game. I don't care if they suck. It always is win tough. That yeah. game. It's always tough, but you got to win that game. Duke. They looked terrible in the first game, losing to what uh, Charlotte, and then they went and beat Northwestern. Northwestern. I was like, "Yeah, okay, Duke's not going to be." And then you got NC State, so who's got offense. Hopefully, hopefully we turn it around. I just I haven't seen I, going I, into I, Michigan I, 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 State. Yeah, no, I, I have, I have not seen anything to make me think that. So that's why I'm being optimistic and saying seven and five. I was going to say six and six, but I'm be, I, I'd like to be a little optimistic and go seven and five. Yeah, we can always hope for better, and hopefully we see that for our, our psyche and, and our fans' psyche and their fans' psyche and, you know, whatever. But, you know. All right, well, look. Next week we'll have a nice guest for us, and we'll get back to hopefully a better We'll get back mindset. to, you know, some stories, but I think this is the time that we needed to go ahead and Vent a little state bit. the facts. No, because, you know, there is a lot of, uh, listen, we all know we all love the program, you know, but there's a lot of pro- hurricane shows and everything and sometimes you just need to have tough love no don't call people out by names and do stuff but facts are facts this is what needs to be anybody that has vision can watch and see what we saw listen we've seen a lot of football in our day all right brian's played a lot harry and i harry's been watching longer than i have i covered the team for probably close to 10 years like I think we know I covered them in during that 97 season, all right? 47 nothing lost FSU. I was there at the UCLA game. I was there at the Sugar Bowl. I was there at the Rose Bowl. I've seen us real bad and I've seen us real good. We are neither right now, but we're closer to bad than we are uh to good. I don't think we're real bad. Um but I expected this team to show something better than it has shown up until now do i hope that we will improve yes but i'm just i haven't seen anything to make me think that we will i agree that's it that that would be my last question do you think virginia game because this game 
I don't even know why I'm talking so confident about this game. Yeah, like, we should just go in and win 47 nothing. You got because Kool-Aid in there? Normally, that's what it should be. Maybe I had too many cups <laughs> of ground. I want to take my grandkids to the game, and I'm going, I think I could enjoy this one. And then I remember a couple years ago, we had a team come in, and we thought it was going to be a cakewalk. And Central Michigan? Yeah, Central, Central Michigan. Michigan yeah. And it was, like, you know, down to the wire. And I'm trying to enjoy my grandkids. In the meantime, I'm like, dude, we're, we're like, we're not playing well, you know? For, for me, I think there's going to be – there needs to be some tough love this week. There needs to be some tough decisions. Yes, we're going to see the young guys because you would you would think with we a inferior program, hope. you would uh, see them for this game. And then going into that Virginia game, will they do the right thing to me when it comes to the depth chart? That's the real, that's the real question. I, I, Virginia has just been such a thorn in our side for so many years. Did you see their offense so far? Yeah, their quarterback. quarterback? And like you've always said, they're well coached. Watching the ACC. I mean, Armstrong has been balling. I I know. They lost last game, but I think he threw for 550 yards. Yeah. I think. I'm not 100. I think that's what he had stat wise. And I think going to the game, he was like seven touchdowns, one one interceptions. They're very well coached. That's the reason why we have problems with them because we're not very well coached. But that's, we get out coached. We just. Get out, coach. Hey, we've had seven turnovers so far this season, Jesus. nine total last year. Why is that, where's that come from? I don't know. Well, well I, I'll leave that to the fans. <laughs> well, but, but sometimes turnovers come from, well, I mean, one, we know because nobody blocked anybody, but the other, sometimes you're trying too hard or you're trying to make that extra yard. Forcing and, it, yeah. You know, you're forcing yeah. it. So Drink that Kool Aid. I, I think that, you know, Keep drinking. No more Kool-Aid for you. I, I'm done with the Kool-Aid, <laughs> okay. man. Now it's just the facts, you know. I'm doing the dragnet thing. Just the facts, ma'am. Straight just up. Just the facts. All right, look. We'll have a more positive. Love my Canes. Love you guys. But, man, we got to play better football oh, no. for we, all of us. We love our – don't oh, get any listen. of us wrong. We love the team. Constructive we'll criticism. always support them. Uh, we've all got – History with them, but you know you got to be realistic too. Just, that's just, all. Just one thing, fans. Remember Sunday morning, the sun did rise. Yep, you did, did wake up. You were able to have bacon and eggs, bloody marys, whatever it was. So I woke up. You know, real I think slow sometimes. <laughs> you know, I, I say Oof. this all the time. You know, people get. I mean, I'm getting calls and texts, and it's like, oh, it's like, dude, give me 24 hours, please. Okay, I, I, Sunday's my day off. I, I want to relax. I want to enjoy my my pool. My do my honeydew list. Play with the grandkids. Whatever. I don't need all. I know. I saw the game. I was there, okay? I was lucky to be sitting next to Steve McGuire, Dennis Erickson, Michael Barrow, talking to all of them about certain things, you know? But a bunch of those guys, halftime, they got together. They were reminiscent. They weren't even watching the game. So, you know, the point is, is enjoy your family, enjoy your friends, support the team. Let's hope they get better. If not, we're at their mercy, right? What are we going to do? You can moan and groan all you want, but it's not going to change anything at the moment. So how do we get to the change? Well, I, I think that the change has got to be done by determining what you can afford, who you can get, and is it going to make a difference in the long run? I mean, I I get on my knees and sit there and pray that we could be back to what we were. I just don't know, based on what I see, what I've seen over the last 10, 15 years, and, and what I see with other teams that were similar elite teams back when Miami was elite, that it's as easy as we want it to be and that it it can be. I, I mean, I've said it, the pressers for Al Golden, and I, and, I, and I thought he checked every box in what he said. Now, again, talk is cheap. you got to deliver. But but I, I was at 
Randy Shannon's. I would, you know, that's one of our own. He's going to be great, and, and and he wasn't great. You know, he yeah, wasn't but, head coach. But Randy had a, He was. He had one hand tied behind his. back. He was handcuffed. Ra- Randy he was did, not given a Ra- fair Randy did the two things that this university asked him to do at the time we were going through what we were going through. Right. They said, graduate, hundred percent rate when Randy was coach, and stay out and of state of trouble. And we had no arrests, no run-ins, nothing. And you know what Randy was? Randy was the one dude that told the players, stay, stay away. away from Nevin Shapiro. There ain't nothing good coming from that dude. Right. And there wasn't. And But unfortunately, when it comes down, this business is about wins and losses. Not about how many kids get arrested, unfortunately. Right. How, how many kids graduate. Because guess what? Urban Meyer had how many at Florida when he had it? 30-something when they won? How many did he have at Ohio State? 20-something? Nobody cares. They Doesn't don't matter. That's all lip service for other fan bases to be like, oh, you're thugs and whatever. When it comes down to it, if you win, you win. I can't I never blame Randy for nothing because what they asked of him, he did. He accomplished those things. It's just that he had that cloud over his head with Mr. He had a lot of different things. Oh man. The thing that what I'm trying to get to is, is we've had numerous coaches that have said the right things. 100%. We're gonna do the right things, but it's getting all those pieces to work together, yep. and I'll say it every show we get on, 83 to 93 was a sports miracle for the University of Miami to be as successful as they were. Three different coaches, won national titles. Dennis won two of them. It, it's just, and because so many of the fans out there are living in that past thinking that should be every year, it's not. It's not going to be. And if you lower that, we don't ever want to lower the standard. This Our goal is always to do it. But to understand that right now there's two or three elite teams, then there's a group following that, and then there's everybody else. Okay. And right now we're in the everybody else category. Absolutely. You know? Where the hell else would we be? Yeah, no. We're, we're at the bottom of everybody else. Yeah. Well, Sheesh. No, I mean, when you're, when you're watching the ACC Network and talking about the worst tackling team, the, you know, the most, one of the teams is most disappointing start to the season and stuff, we're, we're hitting all those lists as number one. Look, no, we're not. You know why? Because Florida State still hasn't won a game. Right. So <laughs> I could go ahead and pop, uh, pound my chest on that one. And by the way, he ain't beating Cunningham this weekend with Louisville because them boys was looking nice. That was a good game last week. What? That was a good was, game. That was great to watch. Sorry, UCF. <laughs> All right. We're going to leave it on that one. Did I'm going to go home. national title flag now? No, they oh, put that God, on the man. damn stadium. Oh. What is that? I wouldn't even claim that as a kid. I mean, as a, a player. I wouldn't even claim and, it. And, you know, the, the quarterback. That's playing at Florida, at Florida State now hasn't looked quite as good yeah, as. Yeah, but come on, look at the injury. Come no, on. I under, I, I'm just saying that what I'm trying to say is okay, we as fans see somebody come in, they had a success somewhere oh, yeah. else. You think it's going to be automatic and, gold? And we automatic. I mean, look, Kool Aid, okay, Mr. Kool Aid right here, sitting here, mm-hmm. okay? King was great last year. He was going to be better this year, okay? He knows the offense better. They've had another year under, you know, Lashley. I mean, again, I'm guilty as charged. Okay, Kool Aid over there. Kool Aid, Mr. Kool Aid, call me Mr. Kool. But I'm when we fans we see that. Okay, he's gonna be better. He's gonna be better. Well, not everybody gets better. Sometimes they hit their plateau and they're done. It's downhill or level from that point forward. And pressure bu- uh, bust pipes. Right. You know, some dudes came off the bench and like, oh, I can ball. You know, it's not on me. Now it's a whole off season. All right, so you're number one. What's gonna happen when you get in the game? What's your goals? What you gonna do this year? Then all of a sudden you're like, oh shoot. I got to make the catch. I got to do this. It's the same well, let's thing get when a you win this week, and uh, you know, we'll see where we go in the ACC, right? Yeah, listen. 
Let's talk next week with someone that we that that uh, that can maybe give us a little bit more. Win an offense or defensive player. Special Both. teams. Special, special teams. teams. Special teams. <laughs> we just had special teams on tonight. <laughs> hey, special teams have been pretty good though. The kicker and punter have. Right. Well, that's yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Return though. game, still suspect. Still suspect. Yeah, like we uh, fielded a. Yeah, yeah, one the at the one. Line. At the one. At the one. one. Was not even the three. Where, whatever the happened one. to put your toes on 10-yard line, if it goes every yeah. head, leave it. Yeah. Right. I, I remember people saying now, that all the time as return man. Okay. Is that player, coach, player, coach, player, coach? Who gets, who gets, who gets yelled on that one? On that one? Yeah. Player. Okay. Player. Always. 100%. Yeah. Always. I mean, listen. I know from Little League on, they're teaching that thing. Well, so. and, they sh- and they're usually yelling, too. What do they yell? Fire, fire, or something when when, it, when you just want to, when, you, when you're supposed to just let it bounce and well, go. F- fire alert, whatever your yeah, call alert. is, is more for it's run like a shank or a short punt. You don't want to hit your guy. Right. In a situation like that, normally your return man is going to try to run a certain way so it looks like he's going to fair catch it, yeah. and it goes into the end zone. Right. This one, you're like, all right, let it go, let it go. let it. What you, <laughs> oh, my God. And then it was a holding, so he went from the th- from the six to the three. I, mean, I, I, I was watching the game. I forgot college or not, but the guy kind of let the ball kind of bounce, but it kind of bounced out, literally went out on the one-yard line. If, they would, if it would have stayed in bound and they would have covered it, it, it would have been because he called for a fair catch. And then let the ball bounce. Yeah, but you take that chance. Like inside the ten, you take that risk. Leave it. You always leave it. And, but but the point I'm making is, he thought that the ball was going to go out on the 25 yard line, but because the way it bounced, it actually went out on the one yard line, and that's where it got done. So right, these guys, you talk about practice and stuff. Sometimes you know their mind goes a little bit soft. Oh, and totally. They, they, you know, the Look, bright lights kill it. I'm a punter, so I know this. Coaches scream every day in practice. Put your feet on the ten. Goes over your head, go forward. Straight up. That's it. Great show, guys. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Until next time. Let's go, Canes. Let's do it.